Hollow Cult, we all know that the internet is not a safe place, especially when you're in our line of work. We're constantly looking up nefarious conspiracies, putting out FOIA requests, looking into dropped FBI files. That's why we here in the Hollow Layer trust our ISP to express VPN. I know most of you are probably thinking, why don't you just use incognito mode? Well, let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history. Your internet service provider can still see every single website you've ever visited. That's why even when we're at home, we never go online without using ExpressVPN. That's right. We don't need any more of our information floating around out there. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't be seen with any of the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting it 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption out there. ExpressVPN is also available on all of your devices, phones, computers, tablets, even your smart TVs. So there's no excuse as to why you should not be using something like this when it comes to protecting yourself and protecting your data. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash hollow one, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash H-O-L-O-1, expressvpn.com slash hollow one to learn more. back to the hollow sky podcast we're your hosts i'm steven and kyle and this is a monster energy drink hell yeah i am getting ready to sip on kyle just cracked one so i did right before we pushed record following his footsteps attaboy attaboy take God, in the first one the amazing always the best one. Oh, it's so good so we don't have sponsorship but yeah, you know i keep tagging monster on twitter and shit but they're lame yeah they're not ready for all this smoke all I do, they'll post something about like some snowboarder, some bullshit, and I'm just like, yo, we're still here. Yeah, about that dog man and <laughs> UFOs and shit. Yeah. You you think you're, we become, you're snowboarders? We become extreme. cryptid hunters? We're not going to have a monster logo on the back of our jackets. It's true. Because you guys aren't listening now. Oh, speaking of sponsorships, not that we have one, 
but another one that I would like. <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh, oh, it, actually, it's it's more of like a product recommendation for anybody that works outside in the heat. This is a non-paid sponsorship, by the way. A hundred percent. That it would work good for you. That liquid IV. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally, good. totally drink that shit before you go to work. Like before you actually start working. They have like extra hydration formulas. Yeah, get some electrolytes in your Dude, system. So helpful. And watermelon is the greatest. It's pretty legit. It's amazing. So for anybody that works outside in the bullshit like me and Steve do in just horrendous working conditions. Yeah, Monster's usually not the best thing to take in when you're trying to stay hydrated. No, just do that like at the ass end of your or your the beginning. Yeah, like your morning coffee yeah. type situation. Don't or, use it for hydration. Or when you know you're done working for the day, but you're actually still working, then you can drink your monster. <laughs> Facts. Just don't do it. Liquid IV. Yeah, I would definitely, anybody who's unfamiliar with it, I would definitely look into it. Uh, Really awesome stuff. And they have, they have like a vitamin one. Uh. It's almost like the emergencies and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, that's cool. So, yeah, it's pretty dope. I just figured I'd throw that out there because I know there's a lot of blue-collar ladies and gentlemen out there that are busting their ass every day like we are. Bro, I was stoked. I thought you landed us a sponsorship and you were going to surprise me. No. 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 Non-paid sponsorship. No, no. no. I, I wish. I wish. It would be cool. One of these days. It'd be cool just to have a sponsor that's like Liquid IV that was just like, here, I'll send you, I'll, instead of paying you, I'll just send you boxes of our product. And I'd be like, all right, that's, that's cool. That'd be sick. That's cool. Good to keep me hydrated during my hell day. <laughs> yup. But anyways, moving forward here. Moving on. We are going to do some holophone goodness and i'm ick fucking sighted i was stoked he is he is i read like up and ready to go i read like three sentences he, from a text message i'm like i'm in he's a picture of the holophone the other day and we had like 27 text messages yeah. and like 21 voicemails you guys are going hard oh it's so awful. hard in the hollow i'm so stoked that the holophone was a good idea it was a good idea and you guys keep sending keep sending the weird shit we need we need weird shit yeah the most fucked up stuff out there we thrive on it we are in our element when it's weird but before we get into that going through all the business check us out at all the social media facebook instagram youtube twitter reddit tiktok search up the hollow sky podcast wherever you hang out and bring that hangout to us because that's what we do build a community and just enjoy everybody's weird company if you have a paranormal experience you'd like for us to feature on a future show Kyle's got tons of details about how you can get it to us. This is true. Um, you can write your story out. You can record yourself on a voice memo app or just your video recorder on your phone and shoot that over to the email, which is going to be hollowskypodcast at gmail.com. And for anybody worrying about the video section of it, just realize that I can strictly pull the audio off of that. So don't worry about the video itself it's just a form of being able to record yourself yeah kyle's a hacker i wish <laughs> you guys didn't know <laughs> we would be non-existent <laughs> i promise you that is a hacker i would be hacking into all types of shit good he's uh, working on it he's training yes he's a hacker in training it's true um also 
We have the holophone, obviously, and the number to that's going to be 1618-556-0837. You can also look in the show notes, find it there, but you can text it, you can call it, uh, leave a voicemail. Remember, that runs in four-minute blocks. So if you have an exceptionally long story, you either have to call back and leave it another one or revert back to the voice memo app and being able to mail it to us. It's up to you. We really don't care. And we also do interviews from this phone and everything else. So yeah, just, send, just send the weird. Yeah. And if, if you, hell, if you want an interview, just ask. Shoot Kyle a text. It's not that hard send because I, I'm always looking for Patreon interviews and then there's interviews with me and Steve. And if you know, get a new schedule, which I hope so, they keep dragging their feet, work, boss. <laughs> we should have more time to focus on the podcast. Yeah. Because our schedules are going to pretty much mirror one another. Yeah. So it's which is a get, bonus. It's going to get litty real fast. Yeah. So, yeah. Listen, boss. Make shit happen. Quit dragging your feet. Big facts. Fuck's sake. Big facts. About to file a grievance on this motherfucker. I would. I am too, then, now. Now Kyle's filing. Yeah, that's it. It's on. But before we get into all of your wondrous stories, you're probably wondering how you can support the podcast first and foremost. Share it everywhere. Share it to all your weird friends, at the water cooler, at the water and hole, wherever you're at. Post it on social media. Share our episodes. Just get our name out there to anybody who listens to podcasts, loves paranormal stuff, loves spooky stuff, and creepy stuff. Just mention that, our name. That's literally probably the most important thing you can do. 100%. If you'd like to go beyond that, we have a Patreon. Hop over there. Check the tiers and see if there's anything you're interested in. We got some goodies, stickers, and buttons, and magnets, and shirts, and shit like that. And we've also got extra content. Kyle's been on his game, popping oh, out extra content over Ryan. there. So check that out. We have a Venmo. You can throw a couple bucks from your pocket change in that to keep our monsters flowing if you feel like it. And we also do these good little things, these five-star rating and reviews. If you leave us a five-star rating and add a review to it, we will shout you out on a future show. Today's five-star rating and review comes to us from Heather Hollywood. She says, perfectly splendid, five stars. Hickey podcast listener here. I've never left a review before, but the gratefulness you guys have for them gave me the motivation to chime in with my opinion. I started listening to the podcast about two years ago, and since then there have only been five that I can handle enough to add to my daily routine. This is one of them. I'm big on the back and forth chatter and the others have none of that at all. And that's what I really require. However, you guys have just enough of it to be interesting and funny without being annoying. <laughs> Sick. Thank you. I love it. That, that's that. I uh, that hit me in the feels. I appreciate that. We take our pride in not being annoying. That's right. She continues with, "I love the storytelling and the energy between you two. I appreciate the humbleness and the authenticity while still being entertainment and blunt." Happy I found Hollow Sky. It is perfectly splendid. You know what? We're happy you found us too. Yeah, you're a dope person. I'm stoked. Like that was that was a really awesome review. And I, I love goes, how, like... It goes against a lot of people in my life that think I am annoying. Well, so, I mean, is, I'm not far off of that. <laughs> this, is, this is pretty good to hear. And she, and, and what's kind of funny is she, like, there are people out there that appreciate our bluntness. That we're, like, we kind of call it as we see it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how, any other way to do it. Really. Same, like, like, I just, we try to reiterate 
everything in a, in a fashion that isn't fashionable, that isn't uh, like trying to talk down on shit. We just we have questions, and why not? But ask the questions, you know. Why not calls it like we sees it. That's what we have to do. And this just proves that there are people out there that like it. That's where I'm at. There's probably a lot That's of people where I'm that at. don't. Oh, I'm sure there well, are I'm a not lot of those well, people to leave reviews. We know there's a lot of people that don't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sometimes they do leave reviews, but yeah. they don't count. That's true. Because they're lame. Also true. And they probably have a lot of shit going on in their life that makes them hate us. They don't yeah. even know us. That's true. I'm sorry if your life is that bad. You have to project your anger on two guys sitting in the th the fucking middle of Illinois, in nowhere Illinois. You have to go out there and just talk shit. Yeah, try to make us, you know what? Try to make us feel bad. Yeah. Good luck. You know what? The bottom line is, if you didn't know us, you wouldn't be talking shit about us. <laughs> so, that's where we are. That's where we are. Anyway. We're rambling, so I'm sure we're going to get a bad review about this. That's okay. On to the holophone. All right. Holophone sound. I agree. Of the NWO theme song. Okay. I'm okay with that. I am okay with that. Thick. Oh, you're going right into the meat of this one, aren't you? Oh, yeah. This you were so stoked. This text message is like... It's long as fuck. Six pages long. It's long as fuck, but I'm I'm actually pretty excited about it. Um, So I'm just going to dive into it. <laughs> I'm so I, I don't have the choice. Whenever Kyle sees something that, like, ticks his, like interest meter... I go hard. His eyebrows go up and his eyes <laughs> get real big and he's like... Oh yeah, yeah. So he was just scrolling through it, and it yeah. happened. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it doesn't dupe me, because I am a fucking sucker for a story. Like I, and I'm notorious. You can ask Steve. Like I'll read like three sections of a story, and then I text him. I'm like, holy shit! And then I read the rest of it. And I'm like, like, oh, it's never mind. Yeah, it's not that bad. <laughs> it's way different than what I thought. <laughs> so oh, I am, man. I am horrible when it comes to that. Game on. But here we go. Uh. It says, holy crap, you just had to do MH370. That tears it, boys. First off, I'd like to say hello, Stephen and Kyle. I'm a dedicated Hollow Sky fan. What up? My name is Jeremy, and I found you guys maybe around episode 30. Damn, OG. OG. And since then, you have earned your way to the top of my list of favorite podcasts. So much so that I have been considering sharing my pieces of the puzzle to the weird shit we all love. Well, Jeremy, you just climbed to the top of our favorite listener. Right, dog. Let's go. I've never put these events out in public, only discussed, discussed with my closest family members, but holy shit, you guys got to hear this. It ties MH370 to a UFO scene near Hellier, Kentucky. Oh. Which is massive leaps there. Oh, Wow. I'm going to call and leave a message. I think you guys will want to hear this. Fuck, this is a strange world. We're getting even stranger by the day. I'm at work right now, and I'm afraid that the background noise from the piece of surface mining equipment that I'm operate operating right now, combined with my accent, would make a voice message unlistenable. But that's where this story starts. One night when I was in my rock drill... On night shift, I was finishing drilling a hole, and when I looked up to move to the next hole, I saw it. So that night, I was drilling on top of a point that overlooked the Tug River Valley. 
with the town of Matawan Golf Course that follows the river off to my right. And coming down the river valley right at me is this incredibly bright light. I remember that I first thought it must be a helicopter with its spotlight on because I've never seen anything this bright in the sky. So I stopped and opened the cab of my drill and stepped out onto the porch for a better look. It was hard to judge the size of how or how high up this was because of the brightness of the electric blue light. So I see it's flying in a slow straight line for a few seconds. Then it arcs slightly gaining in elevation. And when it reaches about one o'clock in its upward arch, it accelerated at an indescribable high rate of speed with no noticeable sound barrier boom. I mean, fast enough to turn us into a puddle on the wall but it's so bright I can still see it as a tiny dot way, way up in space before finally going out of sight. This was the first sighting, late 2010 or early 2011. The second sighting. This sighting took place at the house we were living in at the time. I was in my yard walking my dog well after dark. All these sightings take place in Pike County, Kentucky, deep in the heart of the Appalachian Mountains. But the second two are only maybe 10 miles as the crow flies from Hellier, Kentucky. So I look up, like I said, while walking my dog, and I see the same electric blue light moving across the sky in front of me, kind of in a left to right direction. But this time I had more time and I had my iPhone 3, laugh out loud, in my pocket. Well, as this light is moving disturbingly slow, I managed to get a couple of pics, both zoomed in and out, and even a short video that I also zoomed in on. Then it made the same move as the last time. It starts to arch in elevation, and when it reaches the top of its circle, it takes off again. This time, I'm not around any loud machinery, and this thing doesn't make a sound, even as it completely destroys the speed of sound leaving the atmosphere. Just like the last sighting, I could see it till it was the smallest dot of light in, the, in space, but this time, as I'm watching for it to go out of sight, at the point in the sky it took off from, it suddenly reappeared, almost like it might have shot back down so fast I blinked and couldn't see it, but it reappeared like in a small to large dot of light instantly. That's hard to put into words. And then continued on along the exact path and speed it was traveling when I first saw it until I lost it over the horizon behind the mountains. Wow. Now I know I got a contact move on to be continued. So I'm going to point out right now that this that the iPhone camera has come a long long way over the years because the footage of the electric blue light in the sky was worthless. Maybe it was just my skill or lack thereof, but pics and video was useless. So then comes the Mufon clusterfuck. I attempted to contact somebody with Mufon, but with my old laptop, the only thing I could find was page after page of disheartening questions that had no bearing on my sighting. Later, come to find out Google tricked me and I wasn't even on the Moonfawn website. Third, and most amazing sighting coming soon, and you will soon see the bearing to MH370. Jeremy, you duped me. I thought 370 was going to be in this, bro. Oh, that was it? That, that, was, that it. was it right now. Jeremy. Come on, bro. No cliffhangers at Hollow's. No, you can't do this to us. This is wrong. It's wrong. Damn it. 
But Hellier is, I mean, Hellier is a weird place, period. Rural Kentucky is a weird place, period. Facts. Like. But rural Illinois can be weird, too. Oh, yeah. That's that's not even an argument. That is not even an argument. Right. It is weird. But all, all, like, all of the things that have gone down in Hillier with the goblins and, like, everything. Brown Mountain and all of that. I don't even know if that's in Kentucky, but it was in Hillier, so I'm going with it. And the uh, lakes that are surrounded around that. And, uh, the uh, cults. Yeah. All that type of situations. Like, this is par the course. And it's here. Wasn't at one point there was, like, a a news like a news segment done on a blue light that kind of went across the States at one point. Do you remember that? I know it went directly over St. Louis. I remember seeing it oh, yeah, on the news. I do, I do remember hearing. About I don't that. remember how long ago that's been. It's been a while. Yeah. I do remember hearing about but it. But I don't know if it fits in the same time I frame. Could. Could. That would be interesting. And it's, it's weird that this thing moves so fast, but it didn't break the sound barrier. Right. And then like that's almost some kind of technology that we're not privy to. And then it, it was also bizarre how it shoots up into space like it did, disappears, but in that same instant of it disappearing up there, it Got reappears back on its original flight path. Almost like some kind of portal shit. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Or like, or like even, like he said, like he described it, like it just kind of, in the, the blink of an eye, it reset itself it's or re-manifested itself or something. Yeah, like it, it made me think like almost like that forward segment of time just disappeared, like it rewinded time. Oh, right yeah. Back, That's weird. Right back. Because he said it was on almost the identical flight path now. It's Instead of arcing this time, it just followed its flight path. That is weird. So it is, it's, it was definitely weird. Man, I'm just, I'm just waiting to see something. I'm just, I'm needing to see some weird shit. So I've constantly got my eyes open, but you left us hanging, Jeremy, for this M- MH370 stuff. Yeah, you, trying to you get better some, bring that full circle, homie. If, if this UFO manifests three MH370 <laughs> over the Don't hills get me excited. of Kentucky, I am going to quit podcasting. Don't get me this excited. I'm going to quit podcasting and I'm going to move to Hellier. Let's go. Let's go. I'm sure we can get a double wide. You're thinking high, high expectations. Okay. I'm thinking pull behind. Oh, I'm good with that too. But let's go. Let's go. Hell yeah. But let's thank go. you for sending your story. And we're going to hold you to sending the next half. Maybe it's tucked away in there somewhere. Maybe it might be. It might actually be. It might be in the voicemail. I don't know. Well, we're, we're hoping we're going to get to it because you had Kyle's hopes. Yeah. Really excited. I'm still excited. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. I'm still excited to hear it. Like, even if, even if you think it's absolutely fucking nuts, I still want to hear it. That's no matter what. I still want to hear it. We're here for Absolutely. So with that being said, we're going to move into a voicemail here. This one's four seconds, so it's probably nothing, but <laughs> hollow sky fashion. Alien chatter. Hollow sky fashion. We have to listen to it. Hopefully, it just says you suck. <laughs> it might. It might. So here we go. Let's go. All right. Sick. So, as stated. So, caller that didn't post anything, we appreciate you. Yeah, that was a good one. Moving on. All right. The next one definitely has substance because it's three in a row. 
from what looks like Virginia. Uh, please let it be from like Quantico. So here we go. What's up, guys? Love the podcast. What's up, Hollow Sky listeners? You guys are great. Uh, quickly becoming one of my favorite podcasts out there. I've got some good stories to share. Um, I'll start with the UFO story. Definitely changed my life seeing this thing back in uh, 2002. So me and three of my buddies went on a hike after school one day. I was a senior in high school. This is in um, Haymarket, Virginia is where we were hiking. Uh, we go up to this spot that we used to camp at sometimes. Got a little bit of rock. The mountains in Virginia are pretty mellow. Nothing like out west where I live now. There's not a lot of rock, but this one spot had a little bit of rock. And we would hike up there and camp, and people would rock climb there every once in a while. So we're hanging out up there, getting ready to hike back down, starting to get, you know, about that time. And my good buddy first notices this object off to our right. We're kind of standing on the ridge, you know, the mountain extends up to our right and left. And then in front of us, just kind of like a pretty flat plain that gradually rises up into the Shenandoah Mountain. So we're standing there. We see this object coming from the right-hand side. And it was pretty far away at first. And my buddy noticed it first, and then I saw it. And we're trying to figure out what it was as it's coming in. And I remember thinking it was a plane about to crash because it kind of had this like haze coming off of it that I assumed was smoke. Kind of like when you look at a hot road in the summertime, you, you have that like haze coming off the road. This thing looks like that a little bit. So it's coming down like towards the trees, like descending, descending. Right when I thought I was about to see a plane crash and an explosion, this thing shot past us at just an unbelievable speed. Just absolutely mind-blowing speed. And then just a 180-degree turn right back the other direction without having to decelerate or accelerate. It was able to do 90-degree turn, 180-degree turn, just absolutely mind-blowing aerial maneuvers that, you know, to my knowledge at the time, shouldn't exist. So when we first saw it, and it came close to us, we got a really good look at this thing. So we're standing there. The first shape that it made, or that it was, was a, a metallic boomerang shape. And it was flying around doing these crazy right angle turns, 180 degree turns. It was like dip below the ridge line, shoot over, like pass us again, and then pop back up like above the ridge line. And they kept doing that, like going below the ridge, shooting over, popping back up. And then it would hover right out in front of us, like fairly close. Like I, I feel like if there was beings in this thing, it was close enough where they could have seen it. And uh, it, it changed shape. It, right in front of our eyes, it went from a metallic boomerang shape to a metallic sphere. 
And a lot of people, I think, see these fears. But I haven't really seen too many. Well, listener, thanks so much for sending in your UFO story. I don't think you left your name. I tried to listen for it, but I didn't catch it. Um, uh that the ending of your UFO story where it changed shape, like that's at first com- I was listening. Yeah, I was listening to it. And I'm like, man, could it have been some sort of like governmental craft? Because me and Kyle were just having an off off the air conversation before we started recording tonight about like how many of these aerial phenomena we're seeing are probably and possibly and quite probably governments, our government, other world governments. Uh, technology that we we are not privy to yet, but then when you said that because you were talking about the the crazy aerial maneuvers and things and yeah, like, you hit the way the way he was talking about how it was like dipping up and down behind the the hill and stuff and then doing these maneuvers, it, like it felt like like you were saying like a government like it was like almost like it was training yes like, like that, a training exercise like when when you brought that up while we were listening I'm like. That's exactly how I feel about this. That's hundred percent. He was. It was like a. It was practicing aerial maneuvers. Yeah, what I thought. But then you hit us where with where it completely <laughs> changed, changed completely morphed into a sphere. It's because and I don't goosebumps. even. I don't even know. I don't know that I've ever heard one of them stories. What to do with that? No. No. I. I yeah. I mean, I've seen. I've seen some videos where a UFO will break into multiple UFOs. Yes, I've seen that. I don't know that I've seen one that's changed its its especially structural so, shape so much. Yeah, I was going to say, especially so drastically. Like, you go from a fucking boomerang to a sphere. Yeah, it's almost like mole- molecular mole- manipulation. Oh, yeah. And then, like... I, I I realize that you probably don't remember uh, exact details, but like think about it like this, Steve. Like it would make sense if, in a way, if this boomerang turns into a sphere, a sphere, but this the sphere is kind of small, right? What would make it bizarre if the sphere was huge? Like 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 there wouldn't be enough boomerang to create. Yes. Yeah, that's where it gets really fucking weird, because then it would add mass, yeah. and then you're just like, what the fuck, like, how does it get bigger? I don't even know. Like, it's weird enough that, like, it stays in the same general, like, taking- I wish I could have been there to see it. Yeah, like, taking Play-Doh, yeah. like a Play-Doh, and you make a boomerang with that Play-Doh ball, yeah. and then you roll it into a so ball. It makes so big of a ball. Exactly. Yeah. That's where it would get fucked up. Awesome. It's it's fucked up either I, way. Whenever I hear listener stories, I like close my eyes and try to like yes. envision it as it's going. Try to put myself there. So I'm watching this boomerang make moves and dip behind the hills and make these crazy right angle turns. And then when you hit me with the turn into a turn into a ball, essentially, I'm like, what in the oh, fuck? dude? I was exactly like as like you said. Like I don't care remember the exact words, but it was like, and then it changed shape, and I go. Like I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, what does he mean? And then you're like, it turned into a sphere, and I'll go, what the fuck? It can't, like, like it's not supposed to do that. This is crazy. Holocult summer is here, so you know what that means. 
paranormal investigations, and cryptid hunts abound. But before you do that, you're going to need some good clothing. So we're excited to announce another month partnering with Tecovis. I feel like at this point, it's it's mandatory to have amazing clothes while you're out cryptid chasing or ghost hunting. Because with Tecovas, every boot you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. And nothing says like you're there for business, like walking in in a pair of snakeskin boots. And with it being summer, like Steve said, they also have some sweet short sleeve moisture wickening pearl snaps that are definitely going to put you on the next level. And if you need to carry some stuff, like all your, your ghost hunting gear, you can use their ever-growing lineup of rugged and full-grain leather bags that are always going to get you where you need to be. And to keep cool, they also have men's and women's straw hats. So you're definitely going to want to check them out. That's perfect for keeping the sun off your head and getting getting sunburn up there. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova stores, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop all the latest styles. I personally am waiting for the cryptid lineup where I can get me a pair of like Loveland Frogman skin boots, maybe some Loch Ness oh, Monster. Oh, yeah. Imagine that Loch Ness boot. Smooth. Smooth. But until then, you can visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And don't go gently, y'all. I love it, though. I do, too. I love and it. I hope I get to see something. I, I Like, I've been on a mission to try to see some shit here. We will. We will. I'm just ready. Like, I am. I'm putting it out there. My intentions are to see some weird shit. Great. I'm sending it to the moon. Full send, baby. But I think, I'm assuming this guy uh, has a little bit more to the story because it looks like he has called back two more times, it looks oh, like. Okay. So... We'll go ahead and dive into these and see what's up. Yeah, yeah. Just going to pop in with a little disclaimer here. The next call has a bunch of weird feedback in it. I don't know what it is, but it's creepy. Uh, It's also loud. So if you're listening to headphones, you're going to want to turn it down a little bit because these, whatever it is that's interfering with our caller is popping in hot. So I don't want anybody to blow their eardrums out. If you want to skip it, you can pop back in at about... uh, 3330-ish, and we get the second part of his call, but if you want to still listen to what he has to say, uh, just kind of tweak the volume a little bit so you don't blow your eardrums out. I'm calling back. I've got another story to share. This call with my UFO story. This one is about, I guess you could say, a glitch. I've uh, since gone back and listened to some of your older episodes before I was following you guys. and Recently, um, listen to the glitch episode and I was like well I got a story about something like that so this is probably you know the UFO and this are I would say the weirdest things that I've experienced and they're very different uh, the UFO is obviously if you guys listen to that already is very visual and mind-blowing technology that we're seeing um and this one is just totally on a different level. So I used to live in this little farmhouse. It had a nice, you know, a nice bit of acreage. My girlfriend and I were living out there. 
by the American River, and uh, I was doing some work in my room one day, and earlier that day, her and I she used to do these like online workout program things, and I was doing like a workout with her on the front porch, and we noticed that there was this little thing, you know, um, on the ceiling, like this little piece of wood that you could push up and slide over, and there was like a space up there. Uh, that I don't really know what it would be for, but I guess I want to say a crawl space, but it's like, you know, on the ceiling. And then we were working, we were doing some work in my room, and she's laying on the bed, and we noticed that there's another one in the closet that you can push up and slide over. And we were like, hmm, that's, that's weird. Like, I wonder if those connect. Like, we didn't know if there was like a wall separating the two little because they were like right you know right on the right close to each other like it would have been on the other side of the wall like where the porch is like from the room so I meant to check it and I we finished up you know doing the work and, and like the next day and I had left some like you know considerably valuable things in that closet when I was gone for a little while and it was like kind of like eating at me a little bit and I was thinking about it a lot I was like, man, I wonder if those things connect. If someone could just slide those um, things off and like get in the house through the front porch, and I was like, as soon as I get back there, I'm gonna make sure that 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 those things don't connect. And I like, I was thinking about a lot. So I get back there, like maybe like five days later, and I open the closet to check, and we had like a decently long conversation about this, you know, like her and I, like, oh, we need to make sure. And I'm so glad that she was there because I definitely would think I was going a little crazy if she wasn't also there to, like, witness this. So I get back down there. I open up the closet because I want to check to make sure that this thing doesn't, like, connect to the other little soft space thing on the porch from my bedroom closet. And I open the door and the thing is gone. Like, it's it just looks like it was never there. Like it didn't exist. And I just, there, I, there's just no explanation for it. So I call her, call my girlfriend on FaceTime. I'm like, babe, like, you remember we were talking about that thing? And we wanted to make sure that we couldn't like get in the house through that. She's like, yeah. And I'm like, it's not there anymore. I'm like, what do you mean it's not there? Like, it's like it's never existed. Like, it's just a regular feeling now. Like I just got cut off on that, but uh, about done with the story anyway. Just wanted to call and wrap it up. Yeah. So the the thing on the ceiling is gone. We just have no explanation for it. Like, I mean, I still don't. I have no idea what happened. Possible things that come to my mind. Like, I don't know. Did it, did we shift timelines? Um where things are suddenly different. Um, I I don't know. I just, that one has got me stumped. I feel like I've gotten some answers on some of the other weird stuff, or at least in my mind, answers, you know, when it comes to like UFO stuff and cryptids and stuff like that. I can wrap my, my head around those things better than, than this one. Like this one just has me completely stumped. I have no idea how something in my house can one day be there 
and and then all of a sudden it's just like it was never there at all. Um, so yeah, I mean, I would love to know if anyone else has experienced anything like this. Who knows what's going on in this crazy world we live in? Reality, simulation, who knows? <laughs> anyway, thanks. I hope you guys enjoy the stories. All of these are 100% true. And I've got some other stuff I can share later on, but I feel like I've taken up enough time for now. All right. Bye. Caller, that is so awesome. It I, is weird. The first thing that pops into my head was, I don't know if anybody's read the book, but House of Leaves. It is it is a, a absolute task to read, but it reminds me of this so much. It's almost like a reverse House of Leaves situation. The couple in the book goes on vacation, and when they come back, there is a door in their house that wasn't there. That's so they, that'd be weird. So it gets it gets the dad like interested in the blueprints of the house, and he gets it out, and he's trying to see if this door was on the blueprints. Maybe it was covered up. Somebody broke in and like tore down some drywall or some weird shit. And he gets to looking at the blueprints, and the blueprints of the house are different than the actual measurements of the house. So he's like, what in the hell is going on? So he measures the interior of the house and it's bigger than the measurements that he takes on the outside of the house. <laughs> so it turns out to be this whole just clusterfuck of absolute nonsense. But anyway, that's what it reminded me of right off the rip. Secondly, I don't know where we're supposed to go with this one. I don't either. The fact that you you have your partner that uh, substantiates what you have experienced takes it to a whole different level. And when you said maybe you've switched timelines or uh, realities, I was like, holy shit. Because if you hadn't noticed that before on that very day and you came back, you would never have known that that door was there. Yeah. It would, it would just, you would just open your, open your closet and there wouldn't be one there. Right. But the fact that you noticed it and then came back and it's gone. What? Yeah. And the fact that like they, need... they had a full blown conversation about it, him yeah. and his girlfriend. He substantiated that it, it yeah. happened and it exists. Yeah. Cause they were worried about people being able to get in, et cetera, et cetera. And her reaction to it, like, what do you mean? It's not there. Yeah. We need to get Stone Cold Steve Austin's voiceover of him saying, what? <laughs> Whenever something hits that's just like off the wall. I agree. I just want to hit. I agree. Because it's, I don't, outside of some uh, handyman bandit breaking into your house and fixing the hole, re-drywalling the hole, I don't have an explanation outside of that. Unless, like he said, it could be a, a form of a glitch. A dimensional like, shift? Or like a matrix glitch. Just like something was there that's not supposed to be there, and then it corrects itself. Uh, oh, my God. What if, what if that door was legitimately a doorway between realities could have been universes, and something is making its way in and out of there, but whenever it closes it, it disappears. <laughs> It could have been, and if you think about it, like, look at the old lore around, like, the mountains and stuff, how there are appearing and disappearing doors. Oh, yeah. And stuff like that. I don't know. It, it is 
It's, it's truly bizarre. It's awesome. But it's truly bizarre. We also want to talk about the feedback in that second call. That was weird. That was definitely weird. And the fact that you chimed right back in and it wasn't there. Yeah, because you called back. It almost, I don't know. It almost sounded like a, yeah. I don't know, like some weird voice or some shit. Ah, it was weird, dude. dude. It's bizarre. Um, I'm, I'm curious if you left these calls in your house, maybe... Maybe that had something to do with it. Maybe maybe it's just a hotbed for weird shit, you know? I'm curious as to if you have had any other kind of paranormal weirdness in your home that you can't explain. Since you have that portal door, that's what I'm going to call it. From here on out, that is the portal door to something we don't know. Have you had weird shit happen? Have you seen stuff out of the corner of your eyes? Have you had stuff move around? Are well, you imagine never... if he would have crawled into that motherfucker. He might not have came back. That door shut and disappeared. And we may not have ever had this call. He may be calling from there. Oh, shit. Does that mean... Oh, hold on. Yeah. Have you seen stuff move? You smell any weird smells that you're... that's not supposed to be there? Like, anything out of the ordinary, let us know. On that note, if he did switch into Parallel Dimensions... He essentially was listening to our show in two different in the dimension. first dimension and now Fuck we're yes. in the door shut dimension and we're there. Fuck yes. Which is the real Stephen Kyle. Who gives a shit? We're in two separate dimensions. What this if in the awesome. dimension we're super successful and good looking? Oh. Well, don't tell us that part. They're they're winning. Don't tell us that. We'll fight them. I will go. I'll fuck them up. <laughs> I love that we are just, we are crossing dimensional lines as a podcast. Awesome. That's um, great but, news. But, that is a I really fair observation. I wish you would have left his name because I hate referring to him as caller. But it, yeah, hit us back up and let us know if anything yes. else weird has happened. Like, Fuck because it. well, I think he said he had a like, bunch of stories. Yeah, send them to us. Yeah, and you love them. You need to. That shit is weird. Yeah. Like, we hear some weird shit, and that, I'm like, damn, that's weird. And that's well, coming from me. And, I'm and you know what's guy. you know what's awesome about it is that like it's subtle weird. Like it's like you could tell that story to a lot of people, and they would be way more drawn to the UFO story. Oh yeah, versus this story. And I love these like ones these, that these just really fucking off the wall ones that are are that defy explanation. Yeah, because like I said, if he would have never have noticed that, and then it disappeared, then none the wiser. No. Yeah, I mean, and I'm be, I'm checking all the crawl spaces in my house to see if they're still there. Fuck that! I don't want to know. I do. Me? Well, something's coming out of them. If I know I have to fight a more successful, better look, looking version of myself that's probably stronger and cooler than I am, I want to be able to get prepared for it. Good luck. Well, they're gonna need good luck. That's what I'm saying. Because. <laughs> all right moving on all right moving on i love holophone episodes i don't know I if do you guys they're fun them, but I, it just brings out the weird in people and i am here for it yeah i uh holy shit i ain't reading that one you want me to read it yeah is it a, is it a long banger oh yeah oh boy i'll read it Oh, whoa, we might have to save that one for the main. That's enough. Let's go for it. Yeah, I'll do it. Let's go Read for it. it. Can I see? Okay. This is a text message that we have received. It starts off, hello, Stephen Kyle. I've always wanted to write into you guys, and I hope this is a good one. I have a dog man story. All my life, I've been sensitive to everything supernatural. 
I've dealt with and seen lots of spirits, shadow people, a demon, and one cryptid and another unexplained and weird things have happened over my life, including weird dreams. I'm just used to it by now. I'm Ben and I'm 24 years old and I live in Michigan in Roseville. My encounter with a very, or my encounter was very supernatural and it started with something that happened to my girlfriend, Amber. She was outside one night fixing something small in her car and it was very late, about midnight. She started to hear weird noises behind her garage. It was a very loud chewing and growling noise. She ran in the house to get her sister and aunt and they all came to peek around the corner. They're way braver than I am and they didn't see much, but they did still hear it. It was in a corner by the fence and a tree and it was uh, a tree there was covering it. But they heard it chewing really loudly and they also saw two baby raccoons on a telephone pole. We assume it was eating the mother raccoon, unfortunately. When it was running away a few minutes of them standing there, my girlfriend saw some kind of dog-like creature hop over the fence and leave. She said the way it hopped was really high and strange looking. Now, for me, I saw it at her house, but not behind her garage. I was over there with her mom and aunt outside, and it was the day before Christmas Eve 2021. My girlfriend's encounter was a few months before in the summertime. It was also late, about 8-ish p.m., and it was a very quick encounter. I was facing the street, and I happened to look across the street, and I saw a very tall black shadow in the shape of what I can only describe as a werewolf. It was running from right to left, and I saw it kind of like super fast in an all-black silhouette. It was very supernatural to me because we didn't see it in full view, flesh or blood or anything, but it was still very big, and I couldn't believe what I was seeing in the moment. I didn't even say anything to anyone or talk about it after. I was confused like my brain didn't want to fully accept it. It took, I think, about January when I really started to look back and talk about it. I can remember it was very easily... I can remember it very easily because you can't make that up that it was a very clear shadow and weird to see in the neighborhood like mine. I've also had small things that add to it, like two years even before this happened to either of us, I would sometimes only at night see yellow eyes in our kitchen window at a different house from my girlfriend's, but same neighborhood. In one spot in my living room was the only place that I would see it, in a chair where you could still see the kitchen. I didn't even know what it was or put it together until after this. I'm not sure exactly if that's it, but I don't see it anymore. And back when I did, I would always get a creepy feeling from it, and it was like only I could see it. It would always trip me out, and I would look for lights that were maybe reflecting from the house or the neighbor's house or anything at all. I could never find anything. It also wouldn't be there every night. I would think about going up to the window to look out, but I always had this very sudden terrifying feeling, and I just wanted to get away from it. Also, one morning when I was getting up for work at like 5 a.m., I heard a bump and slide on my wall the other side and from my backyard. I heard it, and I just told myself I needed to go to work. I'm not dealing with anything right now, and I didn't see anything after that. I don't know exactly if it's a dogman or something else. I feel like it's not exactly harmful because we haven't seen much and it hasn't come too close, but it's definitely made itself known. I have a lot of other stories about things that are paranormal in my part of, or in part of my life. I'm scared of it, but I'm used to it by now and I can kind of feel when I should be scared or worried. I love your guys' podcast. It gets me through my work day. You guys are awesome. Keep it up and do some more dogman stories. LOL. Hopefully I won't see anything else or see it fully, but if I do, I'll let you know. I've always wanted to contact a podcast, and I thought you guys would be the best one. Let me know if you have any questions, and I would love to hear what you guys think of it. It kind of bothers me sometimes. I've never really talked to anyone other than my dad and girlfriend about it. Ben, my guy. 
Thanks so much for choosing us. Appreciate to share that. your Dogman story. You are definitely in Dogman territory up there in Michigan, one hundred percent. So we got we basically got La Familia up there. Oh yeah, Kyle's Kyle's got fam up that way. Well, that and then uh, that's where Kyle's from. Oh yeah, Discord Kyle. Nice, nice. I forgot so we got up there. We got for some reason in my the loyals up there. He lives closer to us. Than no, that. he lives in Michigan. Right on, right on. Um, let me think here. Some notes. I'm curious. Have you ever found any like evidence of it being there, like a physical being? Like you heard it eating something. Did anybody happen to go out and look around where it was to see if there was any carcass left, to see if there were any tracks? Like I'm super curious as if there's any tracks out that way because I've seen reports of Dogman leaving big wolf like esque tracks whenever they've been sighted. So if you do happen to encounter it again if you don't want to see it i'm not i'm not imposing that on you i hope you don't see it but if you do i would definitely safely try to do some follow-up and maybe see if you can't find some evidence of maybe a track take some pictures of it just to kind of solidify your story the fact that so many people have also seen it is is pretty telling seen it and heard it essentially uh, the eyes through the window thing reminds me of Kyle's encounter with the black dog, 100%. Yeah. Of the first thing that popped into my head. Even the way he reacted to it, like, I'm not dealing with this right now. Yeah, it was terrifying. But uh, I, I do, like, I'm not trying to sound like a dick, but you have this feeling that it's not, that it won't or can't hurt you or whatever you were saying. Uh, it ate something, my guy. Yeah, I was. It was chewing was on the fence on too. an animal. Um, however, it is interesting how it has these paranormal abilities, these spiritual abilities, like how you described it as seeing it in more or less like this shadow form. And uh, Tony, in his Dogman venture, after he got back from chasing the Dogman down there in Kentucky, he says that him and his wife one night heard what sounded like a dog walking through their house. He could hear the nails clicking on the hardwood. Like the tip taps? Yeah. That's but he got cool. up to look and there was nothing there. And it, it makes you wonder, like, is this, I mean, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there's some type of spiritual ability for lack of better words that surround these types of things almost almost like it it can switch in the oh realms that's of gross super, to think about switch from the realms of supernatural to physical metaphysical that, that's to physical. like i knew where you're going when you started saying that and i'm like that's gross like it, i mean because essentially you're gonna have to tie the two together like even with big with bigfoot encounters and shit where people see it just disappear yeah into nothing like Oh, that's how else, how else would you describe it? You know, like, that's like being able to explain it. Yeah. It'd be like, it would be like it, the dog man encountering a wall and then it decides, oh, I'm just going to go into spirit mode and float through the wall and then I'm going to go back to physical mode. Yep. That's gross. Yeah. That's gross. Because half, half of his story essentially. Yeah. hundred percent. This spiritual being, this yeah. this paranormal being, but you have the other half where it was physically eating. Yeah, which is that's physical. A, another physical creature, right? So, 
yeah that's interesting it's that that's a really scary that's a really it's scary and it's also a really crazy way to think about it because i haven't really heard it i'm sure i know people have described it just like with bigfoot like you're saying in, in this back and forth but to then have the i guess you could uh loosely put it as our dumbed down version like but like you painting that picture of it being able to turn it on and off like a light switch yeah because a lot of you hear a lot of people that are back and forth. It's either spiritual or it's physical, and then I haven't, yeah, I haven't had it put in the understanding for me that it's like a light switch. Like they literally can control it when they want to control it, which explains so much. Especially like in the Bigfoot communities, you have your like your flesh and blood Bigfoot people, where this yeah. is a flesh and blood primate, and then you have your your paranormal Bigfoot people, where this is some sort of creature from another realm, right. Well, who's to say it's not both? It very well could be, and can hundred percent. Might as well can be. manipulate it as 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 needed, which would lead a whole bunch of credence as to why we cannot find legit hard evidence of these creatures. And then you would think, like, as far as capturing pictures of them, like a lot of people will capture supposed pictures, but the pictures are fucked. They're just trash. But you would almost think that if it does have these abilities, that there would be a type of energy difference between us and them. Yeah. Right? Where it would if that makes sense? Manipulate the phones yeah. almost. Yeah. At least affect them. Right. And that, that could explain a lot right there. Some I love it. I love cryptid stories. Right, dude, this has and been an awesome night. I'm so uh yeah, definitely call us back or email us or text us about your more of your paranormal experiences been because i'm curious if we can tie these in to whatever this creature is that's so awesome the werewolf form is just that would be i i feel like the dog man is probably the most terrifying cryptid uh wendigo bro yeah wendigo wendigo is pretty fucking creepy i'm not trying to fuck with the wendigo but i do like his description though when he's like i've more or less seen a werewolf because that's that's you don't think about it when you think of dog man until you think about dog man and then you're like that's a werewolf that's a werewolf yeah 100 percent. yeah i mean that could almost they could almost be responsible for where werewolf lore came from a hundred percent you know a hundred percent i love it i love i love all you weirdos oh it's so awesome so awesome i and like he said he hopes he never sees it again and on that note i hope you don't see it yeah for sure but if you do let's let's get get some footprints let's take some pictures of some footprints hell yeah pull hair off the fence send it in we'll go we'll pay to have it dna tested eventually i would because that would be yeah i'll come up there and i'll find him yeah we'll we'll send discord kyle out there try it He'll, He'll do it. Have boots on the ground, bud. He'll boots get it. Ground. He'll capture it for us. I love it. I love it. Man, All right. We're we're right there at the end. Shorty. We got a short voicemail. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna burn it. So let's see what this is. Gonna burn. I just found your guys' podcast and you guys are great. I am obsessed with the butt so episodes right now. Um you guys are just phenomenal. I would really like to talk to you. Um, I put on a Truth Seekers Water Festival, and I think you guys might be interested in coming because it's next to the highest point on this side 
of the Mississippi, which is the East Coast in the Appalachian Mountains. My name is Kimberly, also known as Water Woman, and I teach the language of water. Let's have a conversation. I would like to teach you the language of water so you can feel the truth when found. If you find my website, please excuse it. I'm getting it rebuilt as we speak. But it's, you got to put the www in there, man. It doesn't come up. But it's www. <laughs> two speakers with an S waterfestival.org so let's co-create something great how about a new heaven on earth and a new script well that's what we're doing at the Truth Seekers Water Festival and I'd like to tell you guys about it I'm really looking forward to talking to you guys and keep up the great work I'm so inspired by you I want you to do a podcast at the festival it's going to be all right listen you guys call me and we'll do the language of water, and we'll get this information out to the world, and we'll share, 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 because that's what it's about. It's all about the water, my dear. So I'll talk to you soon. Blessings. Kimberly, thank you so much for uh, the message and the call-in. I love your enthusiasm. For sure. It is awesome. And I'll be the first to say that I don't know a whole lot about water or the truth that water brings or any of that. Same. So we are definitely open to learn. It does remind me of like water spirits and shit, though. Yeah. I I mean, I'm here for the conversation. So. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, let's get in contact and see see what this is all about. We're here I, for might it. as well. We're open. We are open. Yeah. Ready to roll. We definitely get invited to some particular things this is this being one of them let's let's go like shit that is way out of our wheelhouse yeah that's that's what we're here for might as well i and i love the enthusiasm i love the kind words i that was that was awesome so yeah for sure yeah we will definitely get in contact and see what this is all about because this is definitely new to me i'll be checking out the website and seeing what's going on with the water the truth the water is bringing but yes thank you so much for uh calling in and being inspired you yeah. your your energy has inspired me yeah i actually now that you bring that up i why did we inspire you yeah yeah i think it's a fair question yeah yeah for sure email us or call us yeah call us back and leave a message about how we were inspiring because i'm interested when i think of inspiring i definitely do not i think, think of like myself arnold schwarzenegger and the predator Bruce Willis and Die Hard. In- inspirations are subjective. Uh, yeah, I mean that's just <laughs> my form of inspiration. So I think that I think that is a good spot to end the holophone episode for, for sure this evening. For sure, there's a bunch. We, we're probably gonna make some more. So until we talk to you next Monday, stay safe, stay weird, and. Call us back with the MH70 story. Please. Email us. Text us. Because I'm trying to figure out how this damn missing airplane ties into your UFO story. Let's go.